is Howard Anderson, news editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're talking with Dave Newell, director of CTG Health Solutions Security Solutions Practice. Thanks for joining us, Dave. You're welcome. We want to talk to you today about risk assessments in healthcare. What do you think is the most common mistake healthcare providers make when attempting to conduct a meaningful risk analysis? So a big mistake that I see healthcare providers making is that they they actually confuse a risk analysis with a HIPAA compliance assessment or a HIPAA or a controls assessment. So they end up looking for a risk analysis and then thinking that what it is is an evaluation of HIPAA compliance as opposed to a risk analysis as one of the specific requirements from the HIPAA security law. They're taking too narrow a view? That's right. I, th- I think they, they, they don't understand that HIPAA compliance assessments are an important thing to do, but they aren't the same thing as a risk analysis. Now, the HIPAA security rule requires what they call a periodic analysis, and we just conducted a survey that showed about a third of organizations have not conducted a risk assessment in the past year. So do you recommend an assessment be conducted annually, or, or how often? Yeah, we, we definitely recommend that folks do a risk analysis every year. And you know what, what we're really looking for folks to do is to do a full enterprise risk analysis every year. Uh, but really what you should be doing with the risk analysis is anytime there's a change to uh, the organization, if you have an acquisition, or you bring in different technologies, you should also be doing a risk analysis then too. So HHS issued some guidance back in 2010 about conducting a risk analysis. I understand it didn't include a whole lot of specifics, but it did point to some critical features. Can you highlight a few of those for us? Yeah, that's true. The first thing that's in this guidance, and the guidance is really um, largely based on the on risk analysis guidance that comes from the from NIST. One of the first things that's in there is a, a scoping activity, and the idea there is to gain an understanding of your environment to document the the people and the places and the technologies that are involved. Um, and from that, then to map out EPHI and PHI, where the where the data is that you're trying to protect. From there, you need to go in and identify vulnerabilities and threats, and then uh, the next step really after that is to document your control inventory. Um, and that's when, when we were talking earlier about, about folks confusing the risk analysis with a HIPAA compliance assessment or a controls assessment, it turns out that you really do need that controls assessment when you go to do a risk analysis because you need to understand what the state of your controls are. Once you've got that uh, control state evaluated, then the next step is to actually do the risk analysis proper to figure out likelihood and impact, and then to uh, develop a remediation plan where, where you need, need one. And then really the last point that's in this is something that says, um, and then you need to essentially rinse and repeat. You need to do a risk analysis again in the future. So what advice do you have for how to determine what constitutes an acceptable level of risk, such as when allocating money from a tight budget for mitigation efforts. I mean, how do you decide where to begin? Right. Risk, risk analysis can be tough for folks because what can tend to happen is you do uh, this risk analysis activity and you identify a bunch of vulnerabilities, but without any way to prioritize these, you end up thinking that you have to do everything that could possibly come up on the list. So there are a couple things that, that we'll talk about uh, with organizations to help to guide them in that. And one of the things that we try to do is to get them to get management together with folks that are that are in the field and with IT to to work together to help to set priorities. And we essentially use a, an exercise where we have them model some specific uh, threat scenarios. So basically walk through 
some specific threats, like it might be a hacker attack or a loss of data, and talk about what controls they have in place and which controls, if they were in place, would be acceptable. It kind of gives them a way of gaining an understanding of what's acceptable to them by comparing different threats. So, finally, what other mistakes do you see organizations making when doing a risk analysis, and, and how can others learn from those mistakes? Well, you know, I, I mentioned this, this idea of confusion between risk analysis and a overall controls or compliance assessment, um, but one of the other things that we'll see folks doing is really going into a risk analysis without having a good understanding of their controls. They basically don't really know what they're doing in security, or they don't have it well documented. So when it comes to doing the risk analysis, they can't actually say. So they end up actually with a, uh, with a risk analysis that sometimes can end up over-communicating what the risk is, because they just simply don't know what they're doing to prevent risk. Very good. Thanks, Dave. We've been talking today with Dave Newell of CTG Health Solutions Security Solutions Practice. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so much for listening.